Welcome to the Dirt Show brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to hear from late model driver and 2022 promoter of the year, Joe Kosiski. We're also going to hear from Pat Fagan from Fast Shafts and Travis Olson from Napa Auto Parts right after a few words from our sponsors. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. Where is as they say, no robots, just real people. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's Speed the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, Smart cookies use cookies. Did you know high temperatures impact the lifespan of a vehicle's battery more than the cold? If you're feeling the heat this summer, it might be time to replace yours. And this month, when you stop by your local Napa Auto Parts store or shop Napa online, you can get a $25 Visa card with the purchase of a AAA premium battery or $20 card with the purchase of a Napa Legend or Legend premium battery. Napa has quality parts you need to keep you moving all year long. Offer at 731-2023 or while supplies last. Key store for details and visit NapaRebates.com to learn more. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Coles Electric understands businesses like yours need to operate efficiently and safely. If you are looking to upgrade your electrical service, lighting, or just looking for advice, give us a call. Remember, we have 24-hour, 365 days a year emergency service. We can dispatch a tech anytime. Look us up at ColesElectric.com or call 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miner's Outdoor. Miner's Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miner's Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miner's Outdoor, Major Tough. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Dane Evans from Hartman Lubricants and Chemicals, the VP Race Gas Distributor. You are listening to Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by late model driver number 53, Joe Kosiski. And Joe, you grew up in the family business, Kosiski Auto Parts. I can't imagine the cool cars and stuff you saw come through that yard over the years yeah you're right we've had some really really neat stuff come through from horn vents to some of the old cars that we still do today we still have some old cars from 1940s and 50s so 
we've seen some pretty neat stuff go through our place. Yes, sir. You started racing at age 18 in 1975. What do you remember about your very first race car and that very first race? Well, I bought my very first race car from a guy named George Simmons. Uh, He used to build radiators and sold them all over the country. And he owned a race car and had someone drive for him for a while. And I bought that car from him. My first race, I don't remember. I had mechanical problems. I don't remember exactly what it was. But by my second and third race, I was having a good time and That kept me wanting to be there all the time. When did you decide to hit the road out of your home area and start to travel to other states that had big paying specials? Uh, I don't really remember exactly what year, 78, 79, we started traveling across, you know, the Iowa area. But as it went on, we started going to more of the bigger races. I know in 82 and 83, we were going... Hagerstown, Maryland, and I think the World Outlaw and Late Models started somewhere in the 80s, and I didn't make all the races, but I think I finished like fourth or sixth or something in the first point standings the World Outlaw and Late Models ever had. My home track was here in Owatonna. I grew up right across the street. That was where we went and rode our bicycles and played around in the fairgrounds. What do you remember about your very first trip to Owatonna, Minnesota? Um, I really don't know if I remember my first trip from any of the other ones. I remember we was there a number of times. Actually, the first trip I was ever there, I was there with my dad before I started racing. I remember going up there with him. But for myself, I really can't say which one was my first trip or my last trip, to be real honest with you. We had a great time up there. I know the Gopher 50 was going on and things like that. So that's about all I can really recall from it. The Gopher 50, the Kosiski family had great success running here in Owatonna. Favorite memories of those early Gopher 50s here in Owatonna? Oh man, you're, you're dating way back there. That was back in the 80s. I think I won it in 83. You know, you just always knew that you was going up there in the Minnesota. The Minnesota guys was always good racers and you knew when you went there, you was going to have excellent racing I'm trying to think, was it, was it the first couple years of the Gopher? Wasn't it over at another racetrack north of Rochester there a little bit? Yes, it actually started at Chateau Speedway and, then, yes. and, and then moved to Oatana. Yep, yep, I remember that. I, had, I, I remember going to Chat, Chateau Speedway because uh, I wrecked my car in Omaha and I went up, my brother was driving the 2X car for... Larry Kelly and Lyle Klein, they owned the car. Wayne Mason was the crew chief on it. I remember going up there and driving. I took my brother's car that he was running around the local shows at that time and went up there and ran that race in Chateau. I can remember that one. That was probably the first Gopher 50 I could really remember. And then we went over to Owatonna. I'll bet we was there a good six, eight times anyway that I can remember going to Owatonna for the Gopher 50. It was one of the highlighted shows that you put on your list to make sure you went to every year. It was always a good paying race. Them guys done a wonderful job, Jerry Ingleson and them guys, as they, you know, kept that thing going for the Blooming Prairie JCs there. That was that was a wonderful deal they had going and I I see they still have it going up in Deer Creek and I don't know if it's still being run by the same guys or how it's working, 
but I would like to get back up there one of these days, and I might get back up there. I think that's on the 7th and 8th, isn't it, coming up here of July? It certainly yep. is, and it's still sponsored by Napa, and it's still that same group of guys. Wow, that's wonderful. For that many years, that's wonderful for them to do that. I would like to get up there, and you never know. I'm, we're not running no races that weekend on our series, and I may just take my motor home and take a weekend off and go up there. And when you're there on Saturday, you can talk to your old buddy, Leon Plank. Leon will be there, huh? Leon's going to be the Grand Marshal on Saturday at the Gopher 50. Okay. Last time I was up there, I got to talk to Leon at that time. And that was Josh Richards was racing the Rocket One car. So it's probably been, I'm going to tell you, 10 years ago, me and my mom and dad and my brother, we all came up there and stayed in the campgrounds there to the north side of the place and enjoyed the weekend, and we went up, and I don't remember what the guy's name, Mal or Merle, uh, he was up there, he was up there in the booth with us, and I knew he was one of the old guys that raced with my dad back in the day. Oh, Mert Williams. Mert Williams, there you go, that's, that's what I was trying to say. I knew I was close, I just didn't remember exactly what it was. During the era when you were getting started, you really got a front row seat to watch the evolution of the late models from a car that you could identify as a Camaro or a Monte Carlo to a fully wedge-shaped, full-blown racing machine. Yes, I was, I was real happy to be in that era. It was, it was a, you know, the era that was, I call it the creative era. They almost created too far. We almost went past uh, what late models really are. We was almost uh, almost to that point that the late models was them big wedge cars and everything through that one portion of that era there, and it was almost too much, if you know what I'm saying. You are a five-time Bush All-Star Touring Series champion. Wow, what a great group of All-Stars. Willie Kraft, Kurt Hansen. Johnny Johnson, Gary Webb, Bob Hill, Don Hoffman, and more. That is an amazing accomplishment to do it against that talent. Well, I, I thought that was the best series that there was going at the time. And one of the guys you forgot, to, at least one of the, maybe a couple of the guys you forgot. We had Gary Webb, and my brother Steve, won that seven times. I mean, talent was there, and was great. I mean, my brother Ed come in and won some of them races also. It was it was just a lot of talent that we was racing against. Race after race and week after week with them guys. Another series many have forgot about, the NDRA. That was a cool series. What are your memories of the NDRA? Ah, man. I keep picking all this stuff. Some of this is 50 years old to me now. Um, close to it we uh i can remember going they had the race where you had to make so many points or so so much in order to be able to almost get an invite and you if i remember right we went to kingsport tennessee and i can remember my daughter she's uh 37 or eight years old now and i remember taking her down there and she was just like six months old first time we got there it was it was more of a memory a family deal. We got there and had to get a motel room 
and pulled the dresser drawer up. My wife made a little bitty bed out of the dresser drawer for her, and you could just see how she started kicking and being so excited like she was in some place new also. So it worked out. That's that's how you kind of went racing back in the day. You went to some of them races. You you loved the racing, but some of the things you'd done on the way and some of the things you'd done while you was there was actually more fun than the racing some days. And it's funny you mentioned some of this stuff was 30, 40, 50 years ago. You also ran a C.J. Rayburn car, and that was a huge racing name back in those days. Well, you know, we lost C.J. about a year ago, and C.J. was one of the, I'm going to say one of the greatest designers and inventors that ever lived. And back in the day when I bought my first car from him, I believe it was 78 or 79, I bought the third car that he ever built for people. And I can remember old CJ, we got to the pick up that car and we got there and CJ says, well, I don't know if he's done welding it together yet. We drove down the street a couple blocks, went down there and the guy was welding it together in his two car garage. Never had a jig, never really had nothing. He had some bars that they had put together to make sure the mounts were mounted about right. And that car was really a great car when I got it. And I always respected CJ for years and years and years. I, I loved racing with him and racing his cars. He always had that little extra. And he could almost talk you into winning a race or talk you into being good at a race, whether the car was good or not. He was just uh, an, an innovator. You know, I, I told my boy here just a year ago, he was having some problems running his car. And he was talking about they put new spindles on it. And these are the best spindles. And I was told they're absolutely the best. And he says, so I bought them. And I said, I can only tell you something. Since you put them on, they're wrong. You've got something wrong in the car. And I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong. I'm not that much on the geometry. All I can tell you is when I used to race, I said, it seemed like we could try all the new things we wanted. But when the spindles on the car we always ended up back on the old C.J. Rayburn stuff. And I said, that was clear into the 2010, you know, era from the 80s. And he was talking to me about it. They went back to the old spindles. His car straightened out, and he started winning a couple races again. And I just keep thinking about the stuff that C.J. invented that was so far ahead of what our today is, just completely way ahead of what today is for what he invented. You have two championships at your home track, I-80. What are the memories of those two seasons? You know, truthfully, I don't remember winning championships there. I don't know why, but I just don't remember winning the championships there. I know I've got two, but they must not have been something at the time that was exciting enough for me to remember them. I won some races there that I remember, and it was great. I was happy to win them, but I do not remember winning championships at I-80. When did the opportunity come about for you to own I-80 and become a promoter? Well, we owned what is called the salvage pool, where they sell wrecked cars next door to I-80, to where the racetrack was. We owned a salvage pool there, and we needed some more land, and we went in, and Ted Carlson owned it at the time, and it was about 100, 105 acres at the time. And we went in and says, hey, we need to buy 10 acres from you over here. And he goes, the only way I'm selling 10 acres is if you buy the whole thing. Oh, there was five of us, me and my two brothers and two other gentlemen named Mike Merrill and John Schwartz. And the five of us bought it and took off for a few years there. We ran it all together and did the best we could do and just kept building and building and working and working. And we got it to 
finally do a, a good job at I-80 and got it up to run at a max speed that actually was running too fast for us. Age gets you. You know what I'm saying about moving a little slower and the racetrack was moving a little faster. The signature event at I-80 was always the Silver Dollar Nationals. The Silver Dollar Nationals are at Hucet Speedway this year in Brandon, South Dakota, July 19th through the 22nd, with $53,000 to win. That has to feel very special that you're old number 53 and 53 grand to win that race this season. Well, we was paying 53000 at I-80 to win that race, and they told us they would. I expect them guys, they're going to end up taking it on further than what we did. We'll wait and see what, how it goes and what happens. You know, they are more of a sprint car-oriented speedway, but I believe they'll do a good job with it. I've known Doug Johnson for a number of years, and I've known Todd Quaring for a number of years, and I'm kind of putting the faith in that they'll take it to where it needs to go, and I believe they will. The pre-sold tickets from last I heard was doing wonderful, so I'm glad about that for them. And our series, our Super Late Model Series, is going to be running on the Friday and Saturday with the Lucas Oil Late Models. We're going to be the second class, and it's going to pay 5000 to win, you know, and we run pretty much basically the same rules as the Wasoda cars do right there in, in your home area. So I'm hoping some of them Wasoda cars and cars with the big motors with the restrictors come and race with us for the amount of money we're racing for. They should be there. And we'll just hope that everything goes good for not only the Lucas Oil, but it goes good for our Melbourne Bank Super Late Models that weekend. You also could win in a modified you raced with the USMTS at Thayer County Speedway and won. In that lineup was Ron Jones finishing second, and also back in the field was Mark Noble and Corey Drips. So there were no slouches in that feature. I remember that race very, very specifically. I remember that race, and I don't know why, but I was very happy to win it. I didn't run a lot of USMTS races, but I did run a few in that race there was one of them tracks that was really, really slick. And actually, I don't remember if we broke a rocker arm or we lost a cylinder and finished the race on seven cylinders. But I really believe it helped me rather than hurt me that I lost the cylinder because the track was so slick and it happened, you know, with five or six laps to go and still won the race. But yeah, Ron Jones, you know, there's a, there's a class of a driver that anytime you can beat him at a race, wonderful guy. I wish he'd had a really good opportunity to run late models, but he never got that opportunity that I'm aware of to run it or to run them enough to be able to go on farther, if you know what I'm saying. I didn't know that you even ran a handful of Arkham Menards pavement races. Yeah, I read them, uh, I want to say 88, 89, 90 maybe. I ran uh, Atlanta and Talladega. Tried to qualify for Daytona. Uh, we had a motor issue that we never did really get straightened out, and I missed it by one spot. It was just we couldn't get the motor issue straightened out for that one. But I had a sixth and a seventh. Uh, Talladega, I believe I had a sixth. In Atlanta, I had a seventh. And I was running third at Atlanta. The one race, we had like 17 laps to go, and there was only three of us left on the lead lap. And Ernie Irvin ended up winning it. A car spun, and a little rock went through. I went into pit, 
with that 17 laps left to go, and I had a rock go through the radiator. So I didn't get to finish that race. I interviewed Bob Sargent at a remote broadcast last Friday night before the Arca Menards at Elko Speedway last weekend, and Bob says hi. Promoters are a close-knit group because that's a tough business to be in. A big risk, high pressure, and it's all weather-related. Weather can make you or break you. This would be a good year to be a promoter because your work hasn't been most of the races getting in without the rain going on, that's for sure. But at the same time, the true promoters have to stay being true promoters. I mean, you have to work at it really hard in order to get the races to be successful. You were voted 2022 Promoter of the Year. What an honor. A little validation of all that you have done for racing over the years. Yeah, I accepted that award. And, you know, an award that was just for me. My brother done a lot of work. My parents done a lot of work. My daughter done an amazing job helping us get the speedway to where it needed to go and what to do. And I can sit here and accept the award, but I needed to have every one of the help that I mentioned in order to make that award work. And so many times people trying to run a racetrack don't have that extra family members that have as much desire to make it work as maybe what they do or what I had. The I-80 VW Bug, is that vehicle going to stay with one of the family members? And what's the story behind that vehicle? As of right now, me and Steve have still got that vehicle sitting in our, we got a building that we've got some vehicles in and that's sitting there with it. I don't think it's ever going to go anywhere. My brother just got the idea. He wanted to get it and fix it up and make it into a pace vehicle, basically. And that's what we've done. It it was one that we bought from a guy that my brother was clear in California. He'd come back with this idea. We need to find one of these. We need to find one of these. So we had started looking for about a year and wasn't able to find one. And a guy down the street from us had it in the garage, and he was working on it, getting it restored, and decided he wanted to sell it. And it just kind of, I mean, the guy was only two blocks from us. How do you get that lucky that somebody was there and all of a sudden said they wanted to sell the vehicle, basically, that we had been looking for for a couple of years? What is your favorite racetrack you've ever raced at? I used to like the old Sunset Speedway. I like Lakeside Speedway. There's so many of I never really wanted to say that I ever had a favorite racetrack. I had some favorite races. I mean, I could sit here and name you 20 racetracks that I really loved. And it would be hard to say one of them was a favorite over the rest. Over 400 career wins. And like you say, I've had many drivers say this, my favorite racetrack is the one I just won at last weekend. But is there a race that stands out over all the others that you won? I can't say that there was, I I can say there was one. In 1986, I was running for the national championship against Roger Dolan, and we was about tied going into a race at Lakeside in Kansas City, Kansas. And I had to pass him. I had to win the race in order for me to beat him. And if I won the race, he was pretty much out. He was down at the end of the season, and I beat him in that. I passed him and beat him in that race. And that race meant about as much to me as any race that I could have, I suppose. There's always races that 
and say, oh, yeah, that one was really great. That one, I actually went down and I was looking in my basement here about two weeks ago. My wife's got it all fixed up and it's really neat with all the trophies. And you go back, oh, yeah, I won that race. I forgot I won that race, you know. And, it, and it's not you really forgot. It's It just got past you. It was not one of the later ones. So, you know, it's easier to remember that once you won late in the career than it is early in the career. Joe, thanks for a great walk down memory lane and going back 30, 40, 50 years in your racing history. And we hope to see you at the Gopher 50, July 6th, 7th, and 8th at Deer Creek Speedway, sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Well, I hope I can make it up there. We'll see what happens. I don't want to make no promises, but I really would like to make it up there, so we'll see what happens. Joe, thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. Thank you. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV camper or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, call 455-3524. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all-new Circle Track app, your ultimate go-to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see AeroRacingWheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino, building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Pat Fagan from Fast Shafts and Pat it is great to see that you're finally getting a chance to put your feet up a little at the lake. Yeah, 
I shouldn't be because we're extremely busy. I don't know. Dirt racing is extremely healthy right now from my perspective of it, but we've also picked up a lot of drag race business and we picked up a lot of street rod business. Honest to God, Clayton, we can't build stuff fast enough. It's so busy, but yeah, I've negotiated a couple of extra Fridays off and it's been fun spending an extra day at the lake and enjoying time with the family. And speaking of success, Caden Carter just had a big win at Cedar Lake Speedway. You have so many of the top regional and national drivers relying on fast shafts to get the job done. Yeah, I think this is number two for Caden this year. I think he's won two USMTS shows this year. And the Carter family is a really good family. They're just drenched in racing. I mean, Jimmy Carter came in from go-karts and BJ, Jimmy's son, came into go-karts and then the family with Caden and Braden Carter, they've gotten into racing and with the help of Joe Ferguson from Oskaloosa, they've successfully made a pretty good team this year. So yeah, it's good to have a lot of the top running guys throughout the country running our product and it gives us a lot of pride knowing that we're helping a lot of people get to the finish line in a winning fashion. So yeah, it's been good. On a national level, you have Jonathan Davenport, who's having another incredible year running a fast shaft drive shaft. When you are running for those kind of dollars, the last thing you want to happen is a drive shaft failure. Yeah. Last year, we spent a lot of time with Lance Landers' team and Jonathan Davenport and his team, and we've made a lot of good friendships there, and we've also supplied them with a good product. And I got to think that, you know, like you said, if someone's running for that type of funding, you, you better have good products in your hands. And so the dry shaft that Jonathan won the million dollars with last year, that night that he won, I called Jason Durham, his crew chief at that time, and I told Jason, I said, I'd really like to have that dry shaft. So they sent that dry shaft back to us. And this year, even though I was unable to make it to the show me because we were just so doggone busy, one of our employees went down there and took that dry shaft to Jonathan actually had him uh, autograph it. So we've made a nice wooden case for it with a mirror background, and we're going to hang that thing in our front office here and enjoy the time that we have with it. The Boone Super Nationals race the fire suits you provide for the drivers. I see those at tracks throughout the region and in victory lane photos all over Facebook. That has to make you feel really proud of that race and what you've created. It's actually called the Fast Shaft All-Star Race. And, yeah, it's probably one of the better ideas I've had, you know, in the many years. And, yeah, you're you're right. You know, I see that driving suit from California to New York, you know, from time to time. And there's drivers like Kelly Shyrock that wears that thing religiously. And there's dozens more people that wear that driving suit. But that was a really good idea. Where else are you going to be able to get that feature at the Super Nationals, where else are you going to be able to see 30 guys on the same stage at the same time in the same driving suit? That's really a great picture. It's something I look forward to every year. and We enjoy giving back to the racers, so I feel that that's a pretty good give back. Will you be at Deer Creek Speedway again this year for the Gopher 50, July 6th, 7th, and 8th? Well, that's our plan. You know, I 
printed out a travel schedule at the beginning of the year. And when I take my trailer, my support trailer to the racetracks, I usually like to fill it full of dry shafts and go to the racetracks and offer our support to the teams if they need it, you know. And I always like to take as many dry shafts as I can to fulfill all of the different lengths of dry shafts that are going to be used at that event. But I'm going to be honest with you right now, my trailer is empty, you know. We have stolen everything out of the trailer to fulfill our customers' needs, and my plans are to be there. I really enjoy that racetrack. I love visiting with Cole Queensland and spending time with them people up there, and that's our goal, you know, is to be there, and that racetrack always produces really, really good racing events, and if we can get halfway caught up and restock the trailer, then yeah, I'll be there. But I'm not 100% sure at the moment. It's a, it's a conversation that's going to have to come up here in the next couple of days as to whether our plans are to go to that or not. But that's where I'd really like to be. That's one of the finer races that I like to go to every year. Again, the 2022 Harris Clash was one of the top races of the season last year. Are you in the process of making plans with Bob and Chad to make it another signature event again in 2023? Yeah, I've chatted with Chad Weirs. We put our product into that trophy, and I've been talking with Chad about the dimensions of what we would need to make the dry shaft for the trophy that sits inside of the four shocks. One way or another, we'll definitely be to that one because it's one of the premier IMCA events of the year, and we've got a long history of involvement with that race. And, yeah, we'll we'll be there. I hate to say this, but it's become such a big event that I mentioned this to Bob, and he kind of scowled at me when I said, you know, Bob, this almost needs to be a two-day event, and I don't think Bob wants to make it a two-day event. I think he wants to keep it right where it's at, get everything done in one night. But, boy, if it keeps growing the way it's growing, it's going to be tough to squeeze everything into one night. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the Harris Clash this year. Your wall of fame at Fast Shafts. You have some photos of some of the top driving legends in this whole region. Is there an unsung hero, a driver that you watched and thought, man, this guy's incredible, but he never really got the recognition he deserved? You know, that fills a pretty broad spectrum, you know. I've been involved with some of the old timers like Don Hoffman. Don Hoffman was a very, very good friend of mine, but he got voted into the Iowa Racing Hall of Fame, so I guess he got the recognition. I guess as I sit here and think about it, from an Iowa boy that in my mind has really put a pretty big footprint into racing in Iowa, I would say it'd probably be Mark Elliott, you know, because Mark Elliott helped me with my stock car racing shoot probably 25 years ago at Webster City and when old John Harmon and I were running together and Mark Elliott was building the chassis for John and I've always looked up to Mark and you know I always remember when the Iowa State Fair Speedway had their Saturday races during the fair whenever Mark Elliott would show up you could just about bet Mark Elliott was going to walk away a winner and I, I would say that the majority of the times Mark Elliott probably did win the races that were there on the Saturday during the day, you know. As I sit here in my office and look around, you know, there's a whole bunch of heroes out there. You know, you got Kelly Tapper, you got Larry Embry, you got Daryl DeFrance, and we spent a lot of time with Ron Jones back in the day, and Chris Smizer from Missouri, and Corey Drips, you know, and 
God bless his heart for what he does for the racing industry today, being a promoter. He was always a good winner, you know. Mike Spaulding from Minnesota, he was always a good runner. And there's just so many of them. That's, that's a tough question to really put a good answer on. But I guess if I had to, I'd probably lay it on Mark Elliott. Drive shafts built to your exact specifications down to one sixteenth of an inch and delivered in an amazingly short amount of time. That's fast shafts. I learned a long time ago, about 2008, 2009, 10, when the economy started tightening up. Racers quit buying spare parts and they would squeeze every bit of life out of what they have. And when they had a failure, a lot of them didn't carry spares anymore because they couldn't afford to. So when they had a failure, they called somebody and they needed whatever product they needed. They needed it right now. And we've tried to build our business around that. We're an unusual drive shaft shop. I've got four drive shaft machines in this building and we've got five individuals in the building that can build drive shafts. So we build a lot of drive shafts for a lot of the racing warehouses throughout the country. We supply a lot of the chassis builders and a lot of times people would rather just call the people that build the product themselves and order what they want so there's no mistake. So we deal with a lot of racers on a retail level every single day. I would bet that throughout the United States we get four to five new customers every single day and that's just an amazing feat, you know, to get that many new customers every day. Plus we're still servicing people that we've serviced for the past 25, 30 years. So it's been a long road. And like I said, we try to build a good product at a fair price at a very timely fashion. So I think that's what's made us who we are. Pat, you've got a new website, which is very user-friendly. I was just checking it out earlier today. What are the best ways to get a hold of Fast Chefs? We obviously spend a lot of time on Facebook, you know, congratulating the winners and, you know, give, trying to give them the recognition that they deserve by thanking them for using our product. So you can, you know, usually reach me through Facebook or you can contact us through, you know, email at info at com. We're very accessible phone-wise, too. I answer probably 95% of the phone calls that come through here. So if you're looking for help and information on a dry shaft, chances are you dial that phone number at 515-243-2821, you're, you're probably going to end up talking to me. So there's uh, multiple ways to get a hold of us today. I, sometimes I cuss the industry because there's so many means of communication today that it's hard to keep up with all of them, but we do the best we can. Pat, thanks for all you do, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. You bet, Clayne. Thank you for including me. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault. 507-332-2434. Midwest Collision. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good. 
and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Race fans, mark your calendars for May 1st through October 1st this summer as the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum presents our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside our museum. You'll see 10 of the iconic race cars that made Williams Grove Speedway the East Coast's place to race since 1939. Sprint cars driven by Jan Opperman, Doug Wolfgang, Smokey Snellbaker, Van May, and many more. Plus, you'll enjoy the Williams Grove Speedway highlights videos that go along with these race cars and the days they raced. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway exhibit at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum starting May 1st in Knoxville. And don't forget, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round, seven days a week, in Knoxville. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin-you-in-the-seat feeling of a big-block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Extreme! Extreme! Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is always a pleasure to be joined by Travis Olson at the Napa Distribution Center here in Owatonna. And Travis, the 44th annual Napa Auto Parts Gopher 50 at Deer Creek Speedway is right around the corner, July 6th, 7th, and 8th. Napa has been involved with this race ever since I can remember. Yeah, I mean, I've been with the Owatonna DC for 18 years now, and we've always sponsored it. In one way or another, we're, we're involved. We really enjoy this race. Um, it's got a, a deep history with us. It started in Owatonna, I think, when, when they moved the race here for a while. And it's just a, a really good fan base, really great followers that, that come to the race. And we just enjoy being a sponsorship for it and really being able to take our customers and have them enjoy a good race with their family and friends. Originally, this started as a one-day special, paying big dollars to the winner. And fans that can remember those old races at Owatonna, they'd be on a Tuesday night, a Wednesday night, a Thursday night. But it was amazing, the car count and the amount of fans that would come out during the week for the go for 50. Now it's transitioned into a three-day Thursday, Friday, Saturday event with 50 grand going to the winner. What a cool event it's transformed into. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've talked to Cole Queensland recently, and he said they're expecting a bigger camping crowd than they have for their jamboree. So it's going to be full out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of events going on. And there's going to be all kinds of things to do. So come on out visit the event and i guarantee you'll enjoy it the race brings in the top late model drivers from all over the country and it also provides opportunities over the three days for the fans to come meet and hang out with those drivers 
Oh, yeah. All the drivers are easily accessible through the pits. You get up close and personal, can see their cars, see their trailers. They're always so fun to interact with. They have a great time. They love this track. There's events afterwards, so uh, they have a fun time also while they're taking care of business. And I heard if they find you, they might even get a personal golf cart ride through the pit area as well. Oh, yeah. We'll have golf carts running around. We can give rides. We can uh, get you back to the the fire and the pits afterwards. We got a lot of stuff going on. We'll be out and about, and there'll be Napa logos everywhere. This also provides a great opportunity for the Napa staff, employees, and owners to interact with the fans and showcase what Napa is all about, being part of the local communities those stores are centered around. Yeah, so our local ad group really decides to to fund this race every year. They do a great job showing up with their customers, their fans, and they really own this track and sponsor it, and, and they just have a great time, and it's always fun to see our customers having a good time. Not only will you get to see some great late model racing, and hopefully maybe a couple of our local late model racers will even make the A-Main, but it's also a great time to see some of the best modified racers in the region, and you never know who might show up when it's big money like this. It's always fun to see the big names show up. People like that. But, but to see your local race guys really come out there and compete with some of those big names, that's that's what really... I really enjoy that part of it, just to see those guys come in and and hang with the the big names and and beat them sometimes. It's awesome. It's a great event. There is even a chance to put on your dancing shoes after the races on Friday night with Red Dirt Road and also a cornhole event going on Saturday, July 8th. There is stuff going on all three days to keep fans busy, and if they don't want to do anything, they can just have fun tailgating. Yeah, I got to give it to the local Lions group. They do a great job putting all of this together. And they got a couple different bands, the Beanbag Tournament, like you said. There's going to be a lot going on during the day. So for all the campers that are staying, there's going to be activities to do throughout the day, throughout the weekend, and also be able to go in the pits and see everybody. It's pretty cool. Travis, thanks for all you do here at the Napa Distribution Center, and thanks for all you do coordinating with the local Napa store ownership group and putting an event like this together. It's great for the fans, and I know they appreciate it. Yeah, and that's what we do it for is our fans, our customers, and we just want to make sure everybody has a great time and really enjoys some good racing. Thanks for being with us on The Dirt Show today. Thank you. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble's Cycle Center in in Austin, USA's second oldest Honda dealer. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766. 
Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today and new customers will get six months for the price of four if you prepay. Call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com. Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog Coatings are not limited to just garage floors. They can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year-round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837-9773. Let Bulldog protect your floors. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. Monday, June 19th, Fairmont Raceway hosted a stock car special. In the A-Main, it was Luke Sadoff in the B-Mods, Chris Jackson in the Hobby Stocks, Chris Hovden, and in the Tuners, Jerry Koopman. KRA Speedway was racing last Thursday night, June 22nd, in the Pier Stocks, Chris Isdall in the Modifieds, Seth Breedy in the Midwest Mods, Justin Van Epps in the Mod 4s, Robert Holquist in the Super Stocks, Dexton Cook in the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel, and in the Hornets, Justin Sklitsky. Kasuth County Speedway was racing last Thursday night, June 22nd. In the A-Mods, Jeremy Mills in the Stock Cars, McCain Jennings. In the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf. In the Hobby Stocks, Chris Krug. In the Sport Compacts, Lucas Parsons. And in the Outlaw Mini Mods, Matthew Grody. Mason City Motor Speedway was also hosting a stock car special last Thursday night, June 22nd. In the USRA Stock Car A-Main, Chance Hollitz. In the USRA B-Mods, Shadron Turner. And in the USRA Hobby Stocks, Chris Hovden. Murray County Speedway was racing last Friday night, June 23rd. In the Bombers, Cody Coster. In the Sport Compacts, Jerry Koopman. In the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson. In the Sport Mods, Braden Ehlers. In the Stock Cars, Trevor Holm. And in the Southwestern Minnesota Hot Rod Vintage Association, A-Main, Mark Offdahl. I-94 Speedway was also racing last Friday night, June 23rd, in the Short Trackers, Sean Beto in the Gen X Late Models, Scott Zimmerman in the Midwest Modifieds, Tanner Bitson in the Modifieds, Joseph Thomas in the Wissota Late Models, Brad Sang, and in the Street Stocks, Ryan Sater. Mississippi Thunder Speedway kicked off the Summer Series June 23rd in the Hobby Stocks, Chris Hovden in the B-Mods, Chris Jackson, in the Modifieds, Dan Ebert. In the USRA Late Models, Ryan Olson. And in the Stock Cars, Braden Gear. Hancock County Speedway in Britt, Iowa was also racing Friday night, June 23rd. In the Modifieds, Jerry Flippo. 
In the sport mods, Colby Fett. In the stock cars, Chad Palmer. In the hobby stocks, Drew Bargloff. In the sport compacts, Brooke Osler. And in the outlaw mini mods, Ben Krause. Madison Speedway was racing last Saturday night, June 24th. In the pier stocks, Brady Hagen. In the Gen X late models, Brad Staples. In the Midwest Modifieds, Jamie Thorstad. In the street stocks, Mike Jans. In the Modifieds, Brian Hobbin. And in the super stocks, Braden Hedke. Arlington Raceway was also racing last Saturday night, June 24th. In the IMCA Hobby A-Main, Corey Probst. In the Sport Compacts, Eric Stocker. In the Outlaw Hobby Division, Carl Hewitt Jr. In the Sport Mods, Jeff Carter. In the Race Saver Sprint Cars, Zach Glazer. In the Stock Cars, Chad Schroeder. And in the IMCA Modifieds, Chad Porter. Worthington Speedway hosted a two-day special last week on Saturday night, June 24th, in the Bombers, Walter Kiggins, in the Outlaw Mini Mods, Matthew Groby, in the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson, in the Modifieds, Michael Hunt, in the Sport Mods, Willie Kirk, in the Sport Compacts, Levi Volkert, and in the Stock Cars, Jeff Larson. Night two at Worthington Speedway was Sunday night, June 25th, in the Bombers, Jeremy Winter, in the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson. In the Modifieds for the Madness Tour, Cody Thompson. In the Sport Mods, Colby Fett. In the Sport Compacts, Upside Down Bubba Brown. And in the Stock Cars, Jeff Larson. And the highest paid sprint car race in the United States kicked off June 21st at Houston Speedway. In the 410 Outlaw Sprint Car A-Main, it was Kyle Larson. On night two at Houston Speedway, Thursday night, June 22nd, in the 410 Winged Outlaw Sprint Car A-Main, James McFadden. On Friday night, June 23rd, at Houston Speedway, in the 410 Winged Sprint Car 35-lap A-Main, Logan Schuhart. And in the finale, on Saturday night, June 24th, $250,000 to win and $5,000 to start the A-Main. It was David Gravel in first, Rico Abreu in second, followed by Kyle Larson. Why drive out of town to get what you need for your truck? Hey, this is Rich at Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We're an authorized weather tech dealer. From laser measured floor mats to mud flaps to vent visors, we can keep your truck or car clean and dirt free inside and out. We have over 30 years of experience in the truck accessory business. I invite you to stop by and see what we can do for you. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Carding, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakecarding.org for more details. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.